Hello, everyone, and welcome back to an amusing TCG podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Broder. This is the podcast where we talk about the current state and metagame of the Pokemon trading card game. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to an amusing TCG podcast. Again, I am your host, Garrett Broder. And today we're going to be talking about the surprise decks that have come out of week three of the Brilliant Stars format uh, in the current Pokemon TCG. So what I'm going to say right now is the biggest surprise is uh, Jolteon Inteleon has made a huge comeback in, um, oh, excuse me, in the Brilliant Stars format. It is currently at a quite a bit over a 500 record. I think it's like a 52%. And uh, there was a Metafy regional tournament, which had about uh, a little over a couple of, what? Let me look at the, um, how many people were in this tournament? One second. 358 people were in this tournament. Uh, and what ended up winning was Jolteon Inteleon. And this surprised everybody. Uh, I will admit that I was expecting this deck to come around at some point. I just didn't know how soon uh, it would be. But ended up coming out around a lot faster than I would have expected. And I was really happy to see it because I love this deck. I got all the cards back in... Um, actually, I played it. I was one of the first people who played it and actually do successful with it. Um, I ended up making a double top cuts during uh, late night series. or Well, actually, at the, I think it was late night series at the time. Might have been till, uh, the chill series. But anyways, uh, I ended up doing very well with it the first couple of tournaments back in... Um, when when it first came out in uh, Evolving Skies, in the Evolving Skies format. Uh, ended up doing less well when um, more people got started recognizing how well it was being used and how good of a deck it was. But it was still really cool to see, and I'm glad it's coming, making it come back. Uh, Giovanni Paragallo, if I say that wrong, I'm very sorry. But he ended up taking first overall in the Metafy Regionals for a $2,000 event. And then there's two other first place uh, tournaments that Jolteon ended up partici participating in. Uh, it took one out of 60, first out of 69 uh, in, by Brandon Bond in the, um, I don't even know what that is, but we're going to just, I don't know what tournament this is. I can't really pronounce it. Liga Inter. Uh, and then Excalibur Tuesday, Joshua Sutherland, who you might have heard of before. Ended up taking first out of 65. Um, so another good first place tournament. And the same Joshua Sutherland in Sunny's Weekly, number 42. I'm taking seven out of, or second out of 56. So a uh, very skilled Jolteon Inteleon player. Uh, I'm going to go into the list of what uh, Giovanni was playing. Uh, very basic Jolteon list, but it was really cool to see it come back. In, he played uh, four three line of Jolteon V and V Max. Excuse me. A four four line, four four two one line of Inteleon. So four Sable with the um, uh, the keep calling move attack. Uh, the four Drizzile with the shady dealings ability. Two of the Inteleon with uh, quick shooting, so it does twenty damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon, and one Inteleon with the big um. Shady Dealings ability, where it takes two trainer cards out of the deck instead of one. And then he also played two Glaring Zigzagoons to do damage to bench Pokemon, like Sobbles or um, 
coughings in the early game. Um, and it's a really solid list. You end up playing four Marnie, three Research, two Cheryl, which ends up, what it does is you discard all energy attached to your um, evolution Pokemon, and you heal all damage from it. So very, it's like a max potion, but for everything, uh, evolution-wise. Uh, and then we play their last throughout the supporters. There are two bosses orders, which because Manaphy is in the format is a must-have card. Uh, I wouldn't. I might even put a third in there, but for a deck that snipes, two might be sufficient. Uh, then you place four Quick Ball, four Level Ball, uh, three Evolution Incense, so you could get out your Evolution Pokemon. Um, like your Jolteons, like your Drizzile, your Inteleon. So let's let Evolution Pokemon in this deck. So three is sufficient. Four Quick Balls, so you can get your Zigzagoons, you can get your Jolteon Vs up and running, your Sobbles, and then four Level Ball, like I said, for your Drizziles and your Sobbles and your Glaring Zigzagoons. Uh, then he plays two Scoop Up Nets, pick up those Zigzagoons or those uh, Shady Dealings and Teleons or uh, Drizziles. Just so you can do more damage, you can, uh, it's a bunch of Pokemon, so you can reuse damage counters to get things rolling. Uh, one fan of waves and one, which was, which is like the old, old crushing hammer, only what it does is instead of discarding the special energy, you end up shuffling a special, not shuffling, you end up putting the special energy from your opponent's active or wherever, wherever it is, onto the bottom of their deck. And then one energy search, search your deck for an energy, basic energy, pretty simple. Uh, and then three elemental badge, which what this does is you attach it to your Jolteon Vaporeon or Flareon V or V Max, and it reduces the attack cost by one colorless energy. Now, Jolteon V Max, what he does um, is he is a 300 HP V Max Pokemon with free retreat and fighting weakness, and for two energy, one lightning and one colorless, it does 100 damage. And if your opponent's bench Pokemon have any damage counters on it, uh, it does 100 damage to the bench as well. So with Elemental Badge, you can attach one lightning, lightning, one, one lightning energy and attach the Elemental Badge. So you only attack for the one lightning and you do uh, 102 Pokemon, which is very, very impressive. Only thing that's holding this deck back right now is the Manaphy from Brilliant Stars, which prevents bench damage. But that card didn't seem to really affect it. Um, look at the match spread. He ended up playing nothing with Manaphy. So no wonder he did very well. Uh, he played. He won every game except for one match against uh, a Mew Genesect. But he ended up, and he, he did tie three games because he he could have. Like why would you not tie at some at one point? Um, so very very well done by uh, Giovanni. And uh, to round out the list, he's got four Path to the Peak, which just shuts off your opponent's rule box abilities. So let's say Genesect is the, the big rule box, rule box ability right now, or Duraludon. Um, so you can use your Speed Lightning Energies, play Path to the Peak, and still attack for the 100 and the 100. And then lastly, he plays uh, four Speed Lightning Energy, uh, draw two cards if you attach it, and then three Lightning Energy. So very solid list. Um, this is what I was playing uh, before Brilliant Stars, before Manaphy came out, and I got nervous with it all, which I should not have been, but still was kind of weird. But it's okay. Um, 
anything else that really stood out? Oh, there's another first place. Post first of 12. It wasn't really anything serious. Um, we did have a ninth place in the late night series on by Joshua Sutherland again on uh, the 7th of March, which I should have mentioned, but there was Jolteon was not a big deck at that time. Now it's the 12th most played deck at the current moment in time. But uh, and with a 52, almost 53% win rate, so very, very impressive. But yeah, I would just say that that's probably one of my picks for winning the next late night series, unless people tech for with Manaphy in like every deck, uh, which I don't think will happen because it is the only sniping card in the format we have right now. And unless they see like lots of Rapid Strike Malamars. I think they'll be fine. And even then, you can just boss. Uh, they, do, they do play quite a bit of rescue carriers, I guess. So that's kind of difficult. But uh, let's see what Augusto played. How many rescue carriers? He plays two rescue carriers and ordinary rod. So even two boss still won't deal with the mana fee. But it's still an easy... I think it's an easy matchup as well. It's because you can... Early game, you just snipe NK, snipe NK, and you're done. Like, they're screwed at that point. Uh, anything else that really stands out in this week? Uh, we had uh, one deck that I was really excited to see do well um, in a recent tournament. I have to find it. Hold on. Um, anything? Yeah, the Entei um, by Akabriel, which I don't think is obviously it's not, it's not his actual name. It's just what his username on Pokemon Training Card Game Online is. Uh, he ended up taking second of 62 with the Entei deck, uh, which is a little under a 500 record. Not much. I think it's like a four, 48%. 47%. Okay. Oh, almost 48%. But win share. And it's very it's very fun to play. I love Entei. It's a fun deck. Uh, we have the Shadow Rider that did well. Arceus Malamar is doing very well right now. It's another big surprise. It has a 57% win share as of today, the 17th. Oh, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Or, say, uh, St. Patrick's Day to everyone out there. Uh, hope you're having a great St. Patrick's Day. Don't drink too much. Drink responsibly. You know, all that. Um, but I see if there's any new Togekiss decks that have done well. No, that's really disappointing. Um, I have the sixth highest, I think. Yeah, late night series one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, eighth highest. Uh, with my Togekiss deck, like I said, on March 7th, the late night series. Um, really, really wish I could have won more game, but it's okay. Anything else? I'm not seeing really much more that really stands out, but like, going back to Jolteon, I think it's real. I'm really happy to see this thing back in the tournament doing well, playing as it should have been from the beginning of this season. This guy's playing the exact 60 as, um, his name's Brandon Bond, uh, as August, or Giovanni was. Joshua Sutherland played. Decklist first tournament, not public. I do not know. We'll try a different one. See if it's public on this one. Again, same 60. Oh, no, he plays one Ultra Ball and one Escape Rope and one Cheryl. So he ended up cutting um, one Cheryl for Escape Rope, and then one Elemental Badge, which he only has two of, for an Ultra Ball. 
but that is the only differences in this list. Um, well, I'm thinking I would I would not play less than two Cheryl. Um, it's too strong of a card to not include. Um, the four quick fall, four level, three incense is a needed. Three research needed. Four Marnie needed. Two boss definitely needed. Oh, I don't I don't know about the. I would maybe cut the ultra wall to add a um, a second Cheryl, but I like the escape rope idea for the elemental badge because you really don't need more than two a game because you can still attach two lightning energy no problem. So I think the two elemental badge isn't a bad idea, and he did take first overall um, in the you know. This is a late night series. He took ninth overall in the late night series with that. So let's see what he did in Sunny's Weekly. Second off, 56. Same list. Oh, wait, nope, nope. He added a third elemental badge and two Cheryl. What did he cut? He ended up cutting the escape rope and a th one of the Marnies. So he cut uh, the fourth Marnie for three Marnies, two Cheryl. And then still has the Ultra Ball, which I still don't agree with. Um, I don't think Ultra Ball is a must-have in this deck. Yeah, I, I don't see why he had an Ultra Ball. Maybe I would add a fourth Incense over an Ultra Ball, personally. Same list as last time. This this list by same person. Joshua Sutherland. Whoops. Yeah, I'm not really seeing a whole lot that I would change from this list. But, yeah. Um... Don't say this is he's playing really well with these tournaments. Uh, Joshua Sutherland, he's always been one good Jolteon player from what I've seen of him. Uh, if we go to the tournaments in the Fusion Strike format, he well, that's Evolving Skies, excuse me. Fusion Strike, Jolteon, he has a couple of good placements. Let me see. Oh, I guess not, but he's not even ranked on here. Huh, interesting. Because he's I've seen him many times playing um in these tournaments, but well, I kinda like this list. But it's from four brilliant stars, but he only has one boss, which I would not do. But um the list like I said, the list I'm playing right now, I was trying to test out the Urshifu combo. I could not get it to work with the single strike and rapid strike with Rose and um B barrel. I could not figure out how to get that to work. Uh, if someone could figure that out, I would love that. <laughs> um, it's a really fun list. I know I've won it. I won like a six game win streak on the ladder, which obviously doesn't say much, but really, really fun list. I love it. Um, but not a well performing deck for, at all. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I'm playing at the moment. Um, I'm playing Whimsicott, a Whimsicott build. I think I might have done well with. Let me go find it not many people are playing this deck i like to play like the lesser played decks because i know that um they're harder to use and they're less they're unexpected to say the least so i love that type of idea wow there's like no women's account where is it ranked overall I'm trying to find it sorry guys i don't even see it on the list i went down to top 100 there is shadow rider whimsicott but there's nothing on top of that 120 decks played and i don't even see one blastoise has been played two times 
pretty cool. Has an eight six record overall. Not bad. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing it. Looks like completely looked over it. Let me. Yeah, Shadow Rider Whimsicott is the only deck I'm seeing. Oh, never mind. Thirty eighth overall. Take forty nine percent win share. Uh, my list, I end up taking twenty third in the Sunday Open with it. Uh, out of one hundred twenty six, I play a four three line of Whimsicott V Star. A 4-4-2-1 of the Inteleon. Uh, so 4 Sobble from Chilling Rain. 4 Drizzle with the um, Shady Dillon's ability, of course. 2 Inteleon with the Quick Shooting. And 1 Inteleon with the Shady Dillon's again. Play 4 Research, 3 Marnie, 2 Boss, and 1 Ryan. Uh, 4 Crushing Hammer, which is a must in Whimsicott. 4 Evolution Incense, 4 Fog Crystal, 4 Level Ball, and 2 Fan Waves. Yeah, I play the four evolutions. And I'm fine. Uh, two fan waves, one switch, one escape rope, just so you can get out of the active somehow, and four path to the peak, which is really that really is what wins you the matchup against Mew, as well as Wim. So I'll let you know what Wimscott does real quick. Wimscott V Star, uh, for one psychic and two colorless during your what is 160, and during your opponent's next turn, they can't play any tool cards or special energy cards from their hand. This card is almost like tier one if it would have said stadium cards as well. If it would have said stadium cards, the game would have been over. You couldn't play, you couldn't switch out for the path of the peaks. Uh, you just play path of the peak, use this attack over and over and over again. They couldn't Mew Genesect could not counter it, and it would just be a one solid deck. And it's a psychic type deck, which shuts down the fighting decks, and it's weak to metal, so it's not even a dark type weak Pokemon, so you can deal with those pesty Dark-type decks besides Gengar. Lastly, it's V-Star power is Fluffball Star. This attack does 60 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon for each energy attached to this Pokemon. So let's say you have uh, a Psychic Energy and Double Turbo. You're doing 160 for 2 energy. Uh, and then you attach another Double Turbo. You're doing uh, 260 damage for technically 5, but really 3. And that will snipe anything. You trick wins, take your last prize card, you fluff all star, and you win the game that way. Um, so I love this deck. Uh, four past the peak, like I said, and then four psychic energy just to um, deal, like just to, so you can, you can Ryan. You could play the four uh, horror psychic energy, but I just don't like that in this list. And the four double turbo is a must, just so you can fulfill that double. Uh, colorless uh, attack, a uh, double colorless toss in his attack. So it's a two, you have to if you don't attach turn one, you will lose the game. That's why I have noticed. Uh, so that's why I play the four fog crystal, uh, just so you can almost guarantee that psychic energy attachment. And if you do get knocked out, Ryan will uh, really put you back into the game. Uh, so that's my list for this deck. Uh, absolutely love Whimsicott V Star. Um, I don't, I would, people have been trying to add it, like, with Zacian and stuff along those lines, but I still don't think that that is, a, this, public, this list is not public, what the heck, is there any public list, there we go, yeah, this is almost the same list, or it is the same list I played, yeah, this guy's playing the exact same list I played, that's pretty cool, he had, he did a little better than me in rankings, yeah, this is the exact same list I played. Wow. I'm proud of myself. 
Or he copied me. Let's see who was first. Oh, he was after me. So I played this on the... Uh, February 27th. So a huge, like, first time Brilliant Stars was legal in the Sunday Open. I played it. And then this guy played um, March 9th and took 13th out of 147th. Um, and I took, like I said, 23rd out of 126. So really cool list. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anyone else who has performed well with this deck. Excuse me. We have a 26 out of 145. I want to see what this is. He's playing the B-Barrel line. 4-3 uh, Whimsicott, 3-3 three, three B-Barrel, which lets you draw until you have five cards into your hand. One Crobat, one Zacian, and one Manaphy. I do like the Manaphy in this list, but besides that, I would not be playing much more. The Tool Scrapper is good, too. Plus one Tool Scrapper, two Air Balloon, two Choice Belt. Um, it's a good list. I just don't think that it's a much-needed list. I do like my, um, he's got a 5-4 split of energy, which is good. Like a 5 second energy, 4 double turbo. I still think the 4 is not, like the 5 is not needed. Uh, he only plays 2 Fog Crystals, so that might be why. Um, he only plays the 4 Whimsicott and the Zacian V from Celebrations, which lets you attach a psychic energy to your, one of your, um, Pokemon any way you like. And then your turn ends. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a... It's a tough call. Uh, if you play the Sobble, the Sobble line, I think you don't need the Zacian. If you play the B-Barrel line, you definitely need the Zacian. So it's kind of a 10 on one hand, 10 on the other. It's like a 50-50 split, you know? So besides that, that's all I have for today. Um, I know it was a pretty strange list as most of it was Jolteon and Whimsicott, but... Um, late night series, uh, I'm going to check one more time. Give me one second. I want to see who won the late night series deck. I'm pretty sure it was Mew Genesect. Uh, it was on the, no, it was not Mew Genesect. We're going to look. It might have been Arceus Inteleon. No. Let me go to tournaments real quick. Sorry, guys. Hold on. Most relevant. Completed. Oh, duh. It was, um, well, that's the Metify. It was, oh, the Late Night Series this week was actually, um, what's it called? It was actually a, where is it? The regional tournament. I'm trying to find where it was. Because it was, wasn't a huge tournament, but was still pretty big. Late Night Series Season 3. It was Mew Genesect. Yes, it was Mew Genesect. Caleb Rogers ended up taking first. Augusto Bringuer or whatever. He ended up, Augusto ended up taking second. And then uh, was also Mew Genesect. And then Gabe Shumway took fourth overall uh, with the Jolteon list. Ended up losing to Caleb Rogers. Rogerson uh, in top cut. Um, but he won his first four games and then tied the last two in the Swiss rounds. Won the first round of um, Top Cut and then ended up losing to uh, the guy who won it all, Caleb Rogerson. So there you go. That's the Late Night Series uh, results. Hope you all have a great day and rest of your week. I will see you next Thursday.